Yeah, I know we're late, but so's your mum. This is utter punts. What am I working with? Dan, you have to take a, a finger. I feel for you all. You can do that. You'll only lose by 20. <laughs> Welcome along then to episode 10 of Utter Punts. I'm not sure how it's happened, but somehow we've lost the capable member of the Keen family and Dave's back. Producer Bell, I thought I told you I never wanted to see his face on this podcast ever again. It's incredibly boring. How is that yeah, boring? Carry on. If anybody mentions Taylor Swift, it's a straight red card and a two-pod ban. We got everything right last week. Yeah, cruised it last week. Pretty sure I only got one wrong. Professional, one wrong. Unbelievable. I tell you what, I tell you what, it's Only kidding, Big Dave. We love you really. He's our resident Vikings fan in the Midlands and our lovable ginger bear. You are right, Kino? Oh, I'm good, mate, but... Being honest, he was better than me. You should have kept him. Uh, we you missed out. We tried. I don't really know what happened. Uh, I'm not sure whether Dave and I are actually speaking to Dan either. His Ravens team appears to be doing far better than the Vikings and the Giants combined, which I am perfectly aware is not saying much. Very good evening, Dan Horton. Very good evening. I just figured he'd run out of money and couldn't afford the proper keen anymore. Yeah, no? that's true. He was um, <laughs> yeah, he was very expensive. Full preview <laughs> of the week's TV games on the way. Two massive announcements for you lot and our utter punts of the week in association with Beer Keller and endzonekit.co.uk. This is Utter Punts. Woo! And blew everybody's headphones, yeah. <laughs> Just about. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Styling, profiling, limousine riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, son of a gun. This is the utter punt. Um, right, before we go... Like any, Travis Kelsey yeah. in the playoff games last year. Yeah. That's it. Exactly right. He's a big wrestling fan, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, old Trav. Um Right, let, let's start with the really good news, shall we? Yeah. We have a giant announcement for you and an opportunity to come and join in some of the fun and merriment with the belting <laughs> guys down at Beer Keller. So Beer Keller is a fantastic venue for you to go and watch uh, sport and go and have a drink on a weekend or a weekday mm. evening after work. They are absolutely lovely people. They also have a bar called Shooter Sports Bar, which is just around the corner inside the venue, which is absolutely perfect for some kind of live watch party, mm. maybe hosted by us, mm. the Utter Punts. That'd be pretty good, wouldn't it? Well, consider it done. That's exactly what we're doing. Somehow, we have decided <laughs> that we're putting on a big old show. We're going to watch the Thanksgiving games together on the 23rd of November from 5.30 all the way through to the end of the 9 o'clock game. So it'll be 1 o'clock in the morning by the time we've finished. And tickets are available right now. Yeah. It's exciting, isn't it? It is, and people get see the wonder of behind the scenes, aren't they? No, we're not going to. We're not going to let them peek behind the curtain. This is brilliant news, David. It, it means that we get to be together, and we get to uh, we get to have a laugh whilst watching the NFL. Oh, last time we did this, it was a Super Bowl, and like, didn't we have to pretend we liked each other for a while as well? <laughs> About four hours, yeah. Oh no, it's going to be a problem, man. We need more competitions. It'll be all right. It'll be okay. We'll get uh, there. Look, we are really excited about doing this, and we're really excited to get some people down and enjoy the NFL together. It's such a great community, and it's such a good venue as well over at Beer Keller. Um, 
Just some information for you. If you wanted to go and get a ticket, they're available for you right now at Eventbrite. So if you search for uh, Watch Along Party for the NFL and Beer Keller, eventually you'll find it. The easier way to do it is to head to our socials. If you just search for Utter Ponts Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, uh, the artist formerly known as Twitter or YouTube, you'll be able to find us. All of the details will be available for you there and we cannot wait to see you. Get buying those tickets come down let's have a nice time uh right then let's do some news shall we dave what has caught your eye in the nfl this week what's caught my eye in the nfl this week wow i mean did you see what happened in the vikings game where we 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 had joshua dobbs come in and 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 suddenly the vikings were fun to watch again and like i didn't hate watching it. It, it, it 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 was it was great. There, there, there were moments where, you know, he might not have the, the, the same skill set as Kirk Cousins, who is an excellent passer of the ball. But what he does do is he attempts to maximise his talents for the benefit of the team. And that, for me, is something we, well, I've, I've not seen since Case Keenum was like ducking, diving or wheeling in the pocket in much the same way as Joshua Dodds. So I'm delighted to have him here. I, I, honestly, uh, NASA have already named him the Pastronaut, which means that <laughs> we've got, yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, so now we've got, all of NASA's massive wealth and probably the entire American deep state behind the Minnesota Vikings. So seeing the Super Bowl lads, it's happening. There are some things in there that I would love to pick you up on, but I'm not going to for the sake of the NFL. Um, uh, it sounds like that's a Vikings fan that's actually enjoying watching his team again. He's not the only one. Like they have, they have been a dire watch, and you haven't really rooted for them, but you, you do it. What was the the the, the emotions that you went through watching that? Because I mean, Ollie was on last week, and he said he didn't want to see Josh Dobbs because he wanted the the rookie to get a start, and the rookie looked good um, in his first start, and then he got knocked out on the goal line, and you think, <laughs> oh, here we go out. How much luck can this team have this year? And then Joshua Dobbs comes in, and we had said, you know, he picked up the playbook in Tennessee really quickly, he picked up the playbook in Arizona really quickly, so he, he had half a chance. But the funny thing about it was he um, he only moved into his new house in Arizona on Monday. <laughs> And had all his furniture <laughs> delivered on the Monday because the coach True. had told me he wasn't getting shaded. And then on the Tuesday, he had to move to Minnesota. That's <laughs> got, got a message from his agent in the morning. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know about That's you. The, NFL. the climate difference between Arizona and Minnesota as well. You might as well just leave everything in that house because you're going to have to get fur-lined everything once we get into the winter months in Minnesota. It's going to be absolutely freezing up there. I mean, the, the, the turnarounds he's had yeah. in, in the past week are incredible because it didn't start well. It, it was a safety. Mm. It, it was him being sacked, fumble, fumble, fumble. Um, I think there were only two fumbles, but like you know, it felt like more. <laughs> um, but it, it 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 was it was incredible. Like as soon as he he found his wheels, I mean, fourth and seven, game on the line. The pocket gets burst. Two pass rushes in at his feet. Manages to hold them both off. Scrambles. Does a little mic drop with the ball and made me remember the playoff game against the New York Giants yeah, where yeah. Kirk Cousins threw short of the sticks with a potential blocker in front of him in the shape of Hawkinson. So, yeah, I mean, look, there's no comparison in terms of skill set. Kirk Cousins is a far better thrower of the ball, but the job that Kevin O'Connell did um, basically getting the play called in the huddle via Josh Dobbs, via the headset, and then afterwards translating yeah. the play calls yeah. he just had Josh Dobbs give to the team into understandable language for Dobbs so he knew what he'd just called. 
brilliant. And, and that actually done 15 seconds before <clears throat> the snap. So the 15 seconds out, the, the mic cuts out. So he's got 25 <laughs> seconds to put the play in. Then describe the play to him. I love it. It's just brilliant. Uh, I'm going to go next. My news this week is that producer Bell has ruined my Friday night. He's absolutely ruined it. Unavailable to record on a Thursday. So what I thought, Dan, was considering he's ruined my night in the pub, I'd just open a bottle of wine and we'd drink it on the podcast. How does that work for you? Always. Thank you, producer Bell. That's beautiful. Uh, we're not, not, we're sponsored not sponsored by. by um, <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, we, we're Conchie more than happy Torre, to be sponsored yeah. by. The Vina Conchitore. It has been breathing for a little while, Dan. So we shall um, we shall enjoy this. Make all the picks. Um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't trust any of our picks this week at all for, from Dan and I. That's for certain. Listen to Kino. That's probably the uh, the wisest thing to do. Uh, Dan, what was your news of the week? Uh, so the the, the, the Texans. Um, Tampa Bay game. Obviously, everyone's come out of it talking about CJ Stroud, but for me, it was um, Dare Agumbawale, who was the running back, the backup running back for the Texans, who, once the kicker came, if Fairbairn went down, became their kicker. Um, and I've never seen a kicker with a build quite like Dare Agumbawale. He's an absolute unit. Um, and he was wearing a black visor, so you never really see a kicker with a black visor. But he comes on at 30 all and nails a 29-yard field goal kick. And if you think about professional kickers that don't make those, we spoke about one a couple of weeks ago. Um, he then took two um, kickoffs and put them back through for touchbacks. <laughs> and the irony is that, so he, he, he put them in lead 33-30 with a couple of seconds ago. They had no choice. They had to kick the field goal. And he comes on, he's got thighs like... Like, <laughs> like anyway, Chris Hoy. It's like no one's found the ball yet. He kicked it that hard. Um, but the interesting <laughs> thing is... Fa- yeah, Fairban might not be ready. Uh, the actual kicker might not be back for this week. So it might be a Gumbawali that gets cut to make room on the roster for the new kicker. Oh, no. Um, imagine the irony. Yeah, so that's what caught me this week. Just that we, we spoke about special teams last week, didn't we? And, and yeah. how important he is to have these players on there. But uh, yeah, if you go and watch him kick it, you've never seen anything like, you've never seen anything like Amazing. it. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, right, I thought we'd play another game. I know how much you two love playing these games. <laughs> I don't really care because they're brilliant for social media shorts. Um, the, the game this week is Draft Ditch and drinks. It is a player that you would like to draft into your team. Could be any player in the NFL. It is a player that you would like to ditch from your team and a player, any player that you like in the NFL that you would like to go and have a drink with. So, Dave, you get to pick first. Can we please have your draft ditch and drinks? I didn't realise it was any player in the NFL to go for a drink with. That changes things for me. Just changed mine as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, I, would, right. I would say that you weren't listening, but uh, with two of you suggesting that may, <laughs> it might have been me and the way I explained no, it. Do, do not worry. Do not worry. Right, so uh, the, the player that I would draft is the player that I do think is potentially going to be very unlucky not to win the MVP this year um, because I think he's going to take his team on an absolute storm towards the playoffs again and that is uh, Joe Burrow who is just daddy cool right I mean you know there might be slight issues at the Viking facilities with the amount of fire alarms that have got dotted around the place bearing in mind his penchant for a cigar Um, but like definitely bring in Joe Burrow Uh, I would be cutting in order to make way for him three guesses um, yeah why am I unsurprised he's taking for a pint after uh, no Uh, that was never on the equation Um, no I mean like in all seriousness Kirk I wish you well. I wish you well somewhere other than Minnesota. If you come back, well done. You're like a bad penny. Um, 
If glad he went penny. I'm going to be <laughs> I, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I shifted things. Uh, the player I'd like to go for a drink with, and this is just to stop Dan from being able to do it. I'll go for a beer with Kelsey so I can oh, chat to him about what's which, going on. With which Taylor one? Swift. <laughs> the, the, Travis. Well, actually, no, actually, that's, that makes a good point. Despite the fact that I hate the Eagles, I have the utmost respect for the other Kelsey brother. Yeah, so, yeah see, Jason, Jason would be the one that I would pick for drink. And, and, and he'd tell me what was going on anyway, rather than lies yeah. from Mr. Pfizer. Correct. Mr. Pfizer. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, dear. <laughs> Dan, uh, draft ditch and drinks. Uh, I'd draft Nick Bowser because he's my mate. And um, you've got to keep your personal friends Twins. close. I also think if we got him on the edge and you gave this Ravens defense an edge rusher like him, I think we'd be the best defense in the history of defenses. Um, ditch, I don't know. Carl Van Noy, he's, he's playing well. He's a good pickup from the Ravens. A classic sort of Ravens mid season pickup who's done everywhere else and then comes in and starts sacking quarterbacks everywhere and playing really well. Um, but he is an expatriate, so he can get in the bin. Um, and I was going to go for a drink with Justin Tucker because he once blanked my cousin at uh, the Ravens game and it'd be nice to have a selfie taken with him just to wind him up. But um, I think my your sister and my fiance wouldn't forgive me if I didn't take uh, Travis Kelsey out for a double date with her. Uh, well, so, tra- tra- Travis and Taylor, <laughs> Dan and Lucy. Yeah. I think it would be, I think it'd be I all be wonderful friends. I can't see a single thing that no. might go wrong with that. Yeah. I'm not going to go any further with that explanation because it's likely that I'd lose a testicle or three. So um, <laughs> I think we'll just I think we'll just move on, shall we? Uh, lovely draft ditch and drinks. Um, look, we would love for you to share us with a friend. It's the only way that we get bigger. It's certainly been happening an awful lot. We've seen huge growth all across our social channels and it's all down to you. Thank you very much indeed for all the liking and sharing and subscribing, but please pass us on to a friend because that's the key to this whole situation. I've got good news in the stock market game, gentlemen. Good news. Mm. Well, I've got good news for some of us. I've got bad news. Right, let me just be really clear. I've got good news for one of us. I've got bad news for you two. So... Dan, your no lead, which at one stage was horrendous, mm-hmm. is now down to just 10 points. You're oh. on 28. If you don't know what the stock market game is, we pick one team to do worse than they did last season, three teams to do better than they did, and for every position worse or better that they finish, we get a point. I'm currently on plus 18 points. Plus 18. Double yeah, that's the first time this season nosebleed. that we've had double figures. Dave, you've fallen away. Ever so slightly. This down to um, you, you picking the Bye Eagles weeks. to do worse, and they're <laughs> no, actually the league. and they're actually doing better. Um, that, also, that, that will only pay off in the playoffs, as I started when I picked them when yeah. they go out in their first game of the playoffs. Oh, we will, we will wait and see. You also picked the Titans to be better than they were last season. Unfortunately, there you have got the squeakiest chair in Christendom <laughs> today. Either that, or it was beans for lunch. One of the two. Um, that means that you're, Dave, you're sat on 13 points. And Dan, unfortunately, because of um, poorly performing Falcons, really, mm. considering how high up the league they were, it means that you've fallen back to 28 points, which means that you can now throw 15-point blanket over the three of us, which we haven't been able to do since week one of the season. challenge for me was this week, the, Vi- the Vikings played the Falcons. The Falcons should have won. Josh, Josh Dobbs had a miracle at the end, otherwise it would have been a double win either way. So. Yeah. Anyway, long season, we'll see. 
Uh, Keep it interesting, I suppose. brings us neatly on. We'll talk more about the stock market as we go through the season. It's always just a nice little segue into the next thing that we're going to do. And the next <laughs> thing that we're going to do is tell you about another brand new partnership that we've got here on Utter Punts. Now, before we tell you exactly what it is, I just want to point out that we only ever make these connections with people that we know or trust, people that offer value and people that do something for you lot. And that's exactly what we've got here. We're delighted to announce for our UK audience. Unfortunately, if you're listening in North America, this one's not for you at the moment. We will wait and see where that app goes in in the future. But right now, UK audience only. It's called Fantasy Game Day. It's an app and it is uh, I mean, what they're doing with it is absolutely incredible. I'm going to let Dan and Dave tell you a little bit more. Dan? Yeah, so if you're if you're playing fantasy football, you sort of know the rules. Um, but instead of having a team for the whole season, Fantasy Game Day uh, do an entry every week. So you would enter a competition every week. You submit a different team every week. Uh, you pay an entry fee. Um, and you'll t- see how your team gets on. So you can pick a different team every week and have different players every week, which makes it just a bit more interesting. If your fantasy team, as one of mine is, is absolutely garbage, um, this gives you just a bit of interesting fantasy football for the rest of the uh, rest of the year. So it's good fun, really good fun. Uh, and we thought that the best way for us to sort of push this for you was to um, come up with a couple of picks that you might be able to use in the fantasy team that you enter. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start with picking a player each, Dan and Dave, uh, about exactly who that would be. Dave, who's your player of the week that you would suggest people chose for the Fantasy Game Day app? You see, I've, I've gambled a little bit. I've, I've, I've gone with someone purely based on instinct. Okay. No, in all honesty, what I've done is looked at the Titans and what they need to do and previous seasons. So in previous seasons, Derrick Henry has always underperformed in the first half of the season. He's very much a second half of the season player. It's got to a point now where they've got a rookie quarterback in who has shown a great deal of promise So and has shown the ability to throw the ball down the field with some pressure. That should, in theory, a lot like when Tannehill first started getting the action going off the play actions, open up a little bit more of the box for Derrick Henry and result in some better performances down the stretch. Plus, as defences get injured and time wears on, he tends to perform better against teams anyway. So I've gone with Derrick Henry as my captain, which uh, for the price I got him at, I think he's, he's fairly decent value. Good work. So yeah. captain scored double points. That's the one thing that's different about fantasy game days. You pick a captain who scores double points every every week. Um, I, I've looked at Taysom Hill. So quarterbacks, okay. as, as in fantasy, quarterbacks tend to be the most expensive. So if you want uh, Patrick Mahomes, for example, he might cost you. And when you're picking your lineup, you've got a budget to work to. So a $40,000 budget, and they set prices each week. So it's not just about picking the best player, it's about picking the best player and getting some value. So I'm going to give you Taysom Hill, because he's, he's $2,000 cheaper than any other quarterback. Um, and he doesn't play quarterback. He, he comes in from time to time, but he's he's scoring. He's he's playing as quarterback. He's playing as a tight end. He's playing as a running back. So you're getting lots of... He's got, I think he scored six touchdowns the last four games. And he's the only. I think he's the first player in about fifty years to have ten receiving touchdowns, ten passing nice. touchdowns, ten rushing touchdowns. So he's an absolute gadget. And if you can slip him in at quarterback, actually, um, he's gonna he's gonna score points where the quarterback would score points. He's gonna throw in the red zone. He's gonna run in the red zone. So he would be a tip for me just to sneak in as, as a bit of a cheap to give you power elsewhere. Amazing. Just one last thing to tell you about the fantasy game day app, and that is to use the promo code 
punts, P-U-N-T-S. And it means that when you register, deposit and enter your first team, you will be rewarded for doing so with another entry, which is absolutely fantastic news all round. So once you sign up, go into the Fantasy Game Day app, sign up in the app, either iPhone or Android, use the code punts. It's all the way at the bottom. When you go and sign up, it says promo code P-U-N-T-S. Once you've deposited your £7.50 and inserted your team for that game week you will then get another entry on the fantasy game day app from us thank you very much indeed absolutely brilliant so um yeah that's it if you want any more information links will be down in the description on youtube and uh if you're listening to this podcast uh from itunes or spotify it will be in the description of that as well just one last final thing and that's always gamble responsibly if you feel like you might need some help please head to be gamble aware Org or any of the links that we've posted in any of the descriptions. On to the previews. Um, there's some good games this week and there's some shit games this week, ladies and gentlemen. We are starting with a pants one. Indianapolis Colts at New England Patriots. This one stinks worse than my backside after Mexican lasagna. Uh, that's today, by the way, uh, is what I have for my lunch and good luck, good Dan. Yeah. Uh, this one, Sunday, 2.30 in Frankfurt. Jeremy Kino's wondering what on earth is going on. <laughs> Mexican lasagna is not right, mate. That's, that's fusion cooking, but it doesn't sound like it should the, work. I, mate, let me tell work. you, let me tell you, you basically make a chili, okay? Yeah. Layer of chili. Don't use lasagna sheets. You actually use tortillas. Layer of chili, layer of tortillas, cheese on the top. Absolute worldy, let me tell you. Also, you know, could power the Hindenburg. Um, <laughs> Next week, I'm cooking with Liam. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, good. Uh, if you'd like the recipe, please just get in touch. Send us a direct message. Um, Link can, in the bio. Yeah, if you could send it to if you could send it to our Instagram just to annoy Dan, that'd be absolutely brilliant. Uh, look, this one in Frankfurt, Germany. It does smell, doesn't it? Four and five against two and seven. I'm not sure it's got. It's it's not a fun game, Dave. I, um, I mean, look, that stadium that they're playing the games in in Germany looks spectacular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I mean, have you been there for for? The commentary, no, 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 no it re- really does look fantastic. Um, but yeah, um, the, the two teams themselves, not the greatest. Having said that, I do think that the Colts with, with Gardner Minshew have probably got a better quarterback than the Patriots with in Mac Jones, which I wouldn't have thought I'd be saying two years ago when Jones looked fairly decent as a rookie. The damage that that franchise has done to that poor individual, even nearly cutting him for having sought help to actually get some QB coaching last year I mean I, I, I don't know they've just ruined him and uh, I think it's a crying shame because Matt Jones was a guy who when he came out of college I thought had some ability but seemed like a natural leader and I just don't think he's allowed to lead and he just seems to have regressed um, whilst the Colts Gardner Minshew does what he does realistically it's their running attack which is going to be the big threat I think that Belichick can potentially stifle that so I'm not expecting it to be a particularly high scoring game but I am expecting the, the, the Patriots to eventually erode a little bit under the onslaught from the Colts the Patriots offence under 20 point, 21 points in 8 of 9 games 15 points per game that's the second worst in the NFL they're just pants well, they're the worst team in the AFC by 2 games that's, that's how bad they are yeah um, and you know they'd be. I, I was thinking today they'd have been a selling club at the trade deadline. Um, but who 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 would they have traded away? I'm not no, sure. No, none of them no have any value. value. Um, and 
Dave, Dave's right, but the you know the days of the Belichick defense being able to take people away is gone. They, they haven't got the talent on that line of the ball, on that side of the ball, or in any side of the ball anymore to do that. I don't think. I don't. I certainly don't think they've got it to stop Jonathan Taylor, who, having had a, a couple of weeks to ease back in at the end of last week's game, started to look really much like Jonathan Taylor. So he's the he's the best feature of this game. That and and the the Colts front, which is a good run defense. And the, all the Patriots can do is run the ball. So for me, it's it's absolutely. I think it's be really low scoring, but I, I can only see the Colts winning because I think the I think the Patriots are just awful. Um, we this week have kept on uh, Ollie in a different form. He's been absolutely excellent after his appearance last week, mm-hmm. and uh, he's he's pulled together a load of stats for me for this week. And thank you very much for that because it's saved me a load of time. And the interesting one here, uh, the AFC Defensive Player of the Week, Kenny Moore, two pick sixes yeah. and eight tackles. First player in Colts history to get two pick sixes in one game. This is stacking up against the Patriots, isn't it? Yeah, I mean this this used to be Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady. I mean this is a this is a historic <laughs> matchup. No, it did. I mean it's not. We're, but we're not that many years from it, you know, since it. And Andrew Luck and Tom Brady and some great games. And last week Germany had Tua Tungaloa versus Patrick Mahomes. This week they've got Gardner Minshew and Matt Jones. I mean, you know, oh, we get good oh. games and bad games. This is their punishment. Well, for the good one last week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that cornerback has actually had three pick sixes this season. Wow. And he's on for a record. There's, I don't think there's been any more than three in a single season, so he's currently equaled it. I think that's right. Wow. So that, Unbelievable. That's pretty impressive. Uh, look, we're all, we're all going with the Colts, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dave? Yeah, 100% Colts. Right. Colts. Uh, let's move on to something a little bit more interesting, and that's the 49ers at the Jags. Sunday, 6 o'clock game at Everbank. This one's got a little bit more to it. This one could be a little bit more tasty. 5-3 and three versus 6-2. and two. Potentially the return of Debo, and that would make a big difference to that Niners team, wouldn't it? It would if Trent Williams was back, but I, 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 he's missed practice again today. Uh, the left tackle and his last the last games he's not played. They they haven't run the ball well and they haven't protected Brock Purdy at all. So th- there's a lot of sort of pressure coming around Brock Purdy. You know, are we looking at changing him? Da, da, da. They haven't they haven't rushed for over 50 yards in four games. Yep. They haven't, and he got 13 pressures last week, which, which was more than he'd had in the first four games of the season. They've also so you, not worked. They've not worked George Kittle either. He's going at four receptions a game, 50, yeah. 55 yards a game, something like that. Only three touchdowns this season. It's just nowhere near the output that we've seen from him in previous season. Uh, he's he's blocking because the line needs help. You know, in that that's a, that's part of a Titans job. But you lose him as an offensive weapon when you do mm-hmm. that, and uh, they've really struggled to put it together. They have had the bye week, so you're hoping that uh, Shanahan's maybe sort of managed to put a, a plan together, but. This Jaguars team is is really good against the run as well, and and they, they, this Niners team doesn't run the ball well. It, I don't really know. It does, that's where it starts with them. They run the ball well, they create the space, and then they exploit yeah. it. If they're not running the ball well, it puts a lot of pressure on them. And uh, with without the best pass protector, it makes it really difficult. Again, and this this Jaguars defense is is starting to look really really good, and it's, it might be one of those that stays good for quite some time. Dave, what have you got on this one? So. Um, Brock Purdy, uh, I was having a chat with a friend of mine and they pointed out that during the Browns game, Purdy uh, basically got sacked multiple times mm-hmm. and landed on his head multiple times. He then followed that up with two more losses, two more games where he was getting sacked a lot. It's altogether possible Purdy's been suffering from concussion. Uh, um, casualty theme, where is it? Yeah. It, it has been yeah. the casualty theme. Like, like, Dr. The, Dave strikes again. 
he needs to go and do some jiu-jitsu training in his off-season, just like Tua Tungilvailo. <laughs> no, um, so, so, <laughs> but in, in all seriousness, when when a quarterback is banged up and they are suffering from concussion, it can lead to worse decisions. We've seen that in Purdy. If he if he has been concussed, then I don't think they've done him any favours keeping him in there. And he must have been passing concussion protocol. But as we know, that is an inexact science. So I think a lot of what happens this Sunday will depend on what happens early in the game to Purdy. He will get sacked, probably by the real Josh Allen. Um, and when that happens... We'll see how he reacts to it. I, I, I think the bye week might have done him some good, uh, particularly if it was only mild symptoms. But I, I do think that there is a reason why they've been less productive on offence, why Purdy has, has potentially fallen off a, a little bit of a cliff because he has been much more turnover play prone. Uh, and we'll see whether or not. But he's basically back to his best after the bye. A couple of key matchups to keep an eye out for this. Just a one start that Jags own line 23 points or more in five out of eight games this season, going at 24.1 points per game. That's 10th best in the NFL. And they're backing it up with some pretty decent defensive work as well. Cam Robinson versus Chase Young. Keep an eye on that one. And Anton Harrison versus Nick Bosa could be an absolute belter as well. Well, yeah, and he's a but he's a backup right tackle, I think. So you've got Nick Bosa going against him. Nick Bosa's actually, whilst he had the bye week, stayed in San Francisco and worked with Chase Young. They were teammates at Ohio State, yeah. Uh, so they yeah. know each other, and so he stayed and acclimatized into the game plan, which is a pretty stellar thing to do for, for somebody. So I, I expect them to be. Can I um? Can I ask how you know this? Uh, we just chat now and again. <laughs> Love, baby. Yeah. I, I, I did see that report. Let's not <laughs> let, let's let's not claim too much. <laughs> but but, but um, I mean, you know, it, 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 <laughs> the thing is, Nick Nick Bose is a very very smart man, and he knows full well that if he can get Chase Young going yep. and he knows his potential, then that's going to take attention that has to go Chase Young's way, or they're going to still send everything Nick Bose's way, but Chase Young will eat. So. Yeah, I expect the, the, the Jags tight ends to have to stay in a little bit more to be blocking. Uh, and I expect an awful lot more difficulty moving the ball than people are expecting. Um, have you been trying to slide into Nick versus DMs, <laughs> Dave? Not me, mate. No, you know me. I've, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a social media pariah. Pariah? Pariah? Yeah, probably yeah, pariah. No, pariah works. Yeah, that's that's words. what you are on this podcast as well. <laughs> Literally a podcast pariah. Uh, right, who are we picking? Niners of Jags, Dan. San Francisco. Dave. Wow. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go I'm, I'm gonna go the with the Jags. Sigh I've ever heard. He's gone with the Jags. This yeah. is a great game, by the way. Yeah, it, I'm really looking forward to this. This is the six o'clock game on Sunday. Hopefully I'll have finished work by that point. Um we will wait and see. I'm gonna I'm, go I'm gonna, I'm gonna gamble on the concussion. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go Niners. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me play the casualty theme again. I'm going to go Niners, but it's too, almost too tight to call. I'd probably take Jags with a point, but nah. We'll Jags see. are favourites. Are they? Mm. But they're at home. Definitely take Niners with the points then. Uh, right, moving swiftly on. Detroit Lions versus the uh, French Debt Collectors, the La Chargers. <laughs> um, 
This is the 905 guy. This, uh, that's an that's an internal Utterpunts WhatsApp group in joke that really didn't work on the podcast. I'm really sorry. I take it back. The Los Angeles Chargers at home against the Detroit. No. <laughs> against I, the I Detroit. think it did work, mate. You're gonna have to it. give me a minute. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, you did. Okay. Just, <laughs> just let me try. <laughs> 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 what I sound like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we've actually we've done Dave. David, <laughs> you're right there, Dave. Yeah, if it was my joke, I won it. Yeah, I no, look, I, I, look I, I tried to deliver it as well as I could. Look, I thought it, I thought it had fallen flat, no. but all of a sudden I've realised that maybe we are calling them yeah. the French debt collectors from this point <laughs> onwards. Uh, SoFi Stadium, the venue for this one. Uh, the Lions six and two, Chargers four and four, and I think the Lions are going to have David Montgomery back as yeah. well. And I think that I think it spells. I think it spells problems for the cheesy and surrender monkeys well they the, the lines have had a, a mess been messing around with their um o-line all season we've said it's the one of the best lines in the game it hasn't played as a front five they've been moving people around but this this is their best line now they're both they're all ready to go um the charges have done well but and they've they've got themselves back into contention like we said they would because they beat the bears and they beat the jets so well done there's your badge um, now go and play a proper team. So the, the Lions coming in are a proper team. They're the, they're the second seed currently in the in the NFC, um, and and they they've they're justified that because they they're good on both sides of the ball, and their line is just so much better. And their their defensive line I think will have a really good day against the Chargers' offensive line. Corey Lindsley's out. They've got a few injuries there. Chargers aren't running the ball well, and they've lost all their firepower. So the, the, the X factors they had: Mike Williams, Josh Palmer. They're not fit. They're out for the season. Yeah. It's all on Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen's never really been a, a burner. He, he's a good possession receiver, but he's not much more than that. Eckler doesn't look... Eckler looks like a 30-year-old running back who's coming back from injury. Um, and without the line playing well, the Chargers are susceptible. Their, their defensive line has played well, but against the Jets' offensive line, we could get to Zach Wilson, I think. Yeah. Um, so how good are they? I don't know. I, I just think this is Lions by a long way. Uh, right, I've given Dave enough time to compose himself. I normally would have come to you first, there, mate, but you were too busy giggling away in the corner. So I've come to you second. What do you uh, What do you make of this game? Well, so the way I'm choosing to look at this, because I think Dan's analysis there was absolutely spot on. I'm going to look at it solely through the uh, the lens of yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to look at it through the lens of NASA are going to pay for the Lions to lose um, because Josh Dobbs is going to be MVP. So I, I, I'm, I'm basically going to say that the, the, the deck collectors are, are, are going to win this game um, through hook or by crook. I reckon Ekelor might well have some uh, have some runs where there's holes that aren't called, that kind of thing going on. Keep an eye out for that. We'll start to generate a little bit of momentum behind this conspiracy theory and make it manifest. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, I've learned a thing or two, mate. Uh, can, producer Bell, you source us three tinfoil hats, please, for the next episode of Utter Punts so that whenever he goes down this circuitous route, we can all just install the tinfoil hats to be protected from the radiation coming from Dave. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, are we all going lions here by a stretch yeah no i'm going charges by by nasa <laughs> well uh, i'm definitely going lions just to make sure that um i keep our pick rate going and yeah. we're not scuppered by 
Oh, a hundred percent. I'm not expecting you to slide with me. Oh, no, no, that's I'm that's doing it for, that's good. I mean, because, we would have been in all sorts of trouble me. if I had decided to side with you because all of a sudden, don't do that. Uh, that's a one interesting thing. One interesting thing about this game is that these two coaches were hired at the same time. So Brandon Staley was a hot shot defensive mm-hmm. mastermind from the Rams who came in, and Dan Campbell, we were told, was a one year fix patch until they found with Jerry Goff as a patch for one year. I love him. And actually, t- three years later on. <laughs> Um, I think Mr. Campbell is much more secure in his job than Mr. Staley is. He's awesome, isn't he? MCDC is my second favourite coach in the league. And he's only my second favourite coach in the league because Mike McDaniel, um, and who is just a, he's just different. He's built different. Uh, Some of the, uh, some of the stuff that I've seen at press conferences in the last couple of weeks has just been absolutely genius from him. Yeah, uh, yeah look, good luck, MCDC and the Lions against the French debt collectors. Uh, right, okay, uh, before we move on and do Coaching Corner, which is a continuation from Coaching Corner of last week, we also have something else to share with you, and that is our long-time partner, endzonekit.co.uk. They are wonderful, wonderful people, and here's how you can find out more. Utterpunts is proudly sponsored by one of the best kit suppliers out there, Endzone Kit. Endzone is a transatlantic company whose mission is to make finding kits a little bit easier and a little bit more affordable so you can represent your favourite American sports teams. Whether you're looking for NFL, college football, baseball, hockey or basketball memorabilia, Endzone's got you covered. With sizes from newborn up to 3XL, anyone can find something at endzonekit.co.uk. And one of the things that we love is that they have a whole range of retro and pre-loved gear so you can rock your vintage style while supporting your team. So why not head to endzonekit.co.uk and find yourself a bargain. And because you listen to Utter Punts, you can have a 15% discount at checkout when you use the code PUNTS. Endzonekit.co.uk, the place to go for your American sports kit. We absolutely love the guys at endzonekit.co.uk. In fact, we are in the uh, we're in the process of sort of thinking about a redesign of the studio here, and I guarantee you we'll be getting most of the memorabilia that we need from the guys at Endzone Kit. They're absolutely brilliant. I know that you've uh, you've um, you've been buying plenty from there using code punts this week, Dave, haven't you? Well, more getting my Christmas order ready. I, I can't say I've sent it through yet, but I am going to pretend that with all my mates who are NFL fans that I actually have taken care to go and look for something for them rather than just going on that website, finding something that I've not seen before and going, yeah, that'll do. Uh, but there's loads there, loads of choice. And um, yeah, you ha- have a look. Endzone Kit, really, really good people. Yeah, just a second. That as a Ravens fan, they're not a massive franchise in the in the UK, so you don't get much Ravens stuff and and the, and the bigger ones. And some of the stuff that they have on that site is just fantastic. It's stuff you've never seen before. Different badges and things on it. It's absolutely cool. So definitely recommend it. Car stickers, stuff for your baby, stuff for your granny. Literally everything in there. Uh, use code punts at checkout for an extra fifteen percent off. They're absolutely belted. Uh, right, let's move on to coaching corner, shall we? Uh, last week, Stephen Bell got in touch and he wanted the rankings and the seedings explained because he didn't get them. Completely. Now, we, we sort of got to the rankings bit of that, but we fell short of managing to complete our quota of the seedings. So um, that's what we're going to go through today. Yeah. Seedings is tough because if you watch a lot of normal sport, it's goal difference, right? It's points for, points against. It, the NFL, that's that's right down the list on the, on, the, on the tiebreaker. So just looking at the current standings, so Kansas City, number one, Baltimore, two, and they're both on a 7-2 record. So why are Kansas City ahead of Baltimore? 
not because of points, because the Ravens have got a 65%, a 65 better point differential. Um, it's because the Chiefs have won more games in the AFC than the Ravens have. They've got a better record in the AFC conference than the Ravens. So they go ahead. Because there's no head-to-head between the two teams, they haven't played each other. They won't play each other this year until this AFC Championship game, hopefully. Um, they go ahead because they've got a better record in the AFC than the Ravens have. Okay. You've got three then teams. You've got the Miami uh, Jags at six and two, Miami at six and three, and then Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Cincinnati are the last three. They're wild card teams, so the seedings are worked out. There's seven seeds go through into the playoffs. So the top seven in the AFC, top seven in the NFC. The first four seat, the first four ranked are the division win, the conference winners. So doesn't matter what your record is, if you win your conference, you're in the playoffs either as one, two, three, or four. Yeah. Um, and then the three wild card teams are the teams with the next best record. Okay. Yep. So at the moment. All four teams from the AFC North are in the playoffs. And the reason the Pittsburgh are ahead of Cincinnati, so Pittsburgh are seeded fifth, Cincinnati seeded seventh, is because, again, better record in the AFC. Um, it flips over in the NFC. So the reason the Bills are in trouble is because they're a game back. Even though they've won the same amount of games, they're a game back, but they've lost three games in conference, in division. So they've lost to the Patriots and they've lost in division, which is really bad news for them. Um, so if you want to lose games, lose them against teams now in your conference that helps you um, the NF- NFC is different and it's slightly different because Philadelphia are clear and they're all broken out so the question would be why are Dallas at a 5-3 and three record a 6 seed and New Orleans a 4 seed with a worse record it's because New Orleans are top of the NFC South and Dallas are second in the NFC West in the <laughs> NFC East so even though the Saints are a much worse team than Dallas they'll go in the playoffs but Dallas would have to play at New Orleans because New Orleans are the champions of the South and Dallas are only the runners-up in the East. I have a question. Yep. How long has it taken you to get all of this straightened out and sorted today? It, to give you examples, it's difficult. I've also written down the t- the 12 tiebreaker rules, which end with a coin toss. A coin toss. Well, it ends uh, with a what? A coin toss. Have another, there's too toss. much blood in your alcohol so system. It goes head-to-head, best, round, best record division, best record against common games. So we talked last week about schedule. Who you played does matter, but it's who you've played versus who you've played, and we compare records. Um... And it goes all the way down to most net touchdowns. And then finally, if they are still the same, it's a coin toss to decide who goes yeah. in. Stephen Bell asked this question <laughs> on Coaching Corner because he needed some clarity. Yeah. I hope you've got it, Stephen, because I fucking haven't. Uh, Dave, <laughs> Sorry. anything that you want to add to this? No, no, no. It's not your fault. You've explained it brilliantly. It's just the NFL have decided that you need a degree to try and figure out the yeah. permutations. Anything to add to this, Dave? Just just for Stephen Bell, really. Sometimes in life, you've got to be careful what you're asking. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks very much. Yeah. See you on Thanksgiving, Stephen. Oh, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Uh, if you've got a question that you would like the guys to sort uh, around Coaching Corner, then give us a shout. Just drop us a, a YouTube message is what Stephen sent. Just left a comment underneath one of the videos. But if you want to get in touch on any of the social platforms, just uh, drop us a direct message. would be lovely to have you. Right, on to the second part of the previews. Um, Dave's nearly finished me off with that little line at the end of that. Uh, Let's look at Jets versus Raiders at Allegiant Stadium. (laughs) Do you need need more wine? Some more wine. It'll be fine. Uh, Monday, Sunday night football, 1.20 in the morning, overnight Sunday into Monday at Allegiant Stadium. Um, uh, Yeah, the Raiders are rubbish. The Jets are struggling. It's four and four versus four and five. Dave, what do you reckon to this one? 
uh, I've got to go with the psychology of an incredibly bad coach being removed and a coach who's come in with the goodwill of the players getting a massive bounce in the last game. I think that's going to carry on here, um, particularly if the Jets don't deviate away from Zach Wilson. Um, it's a crying shame, but I just don't think he's got it, even with his dad on the sideline coaching him through games at the moment. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has been doing his very best, yeah. hasn't he? But um, it, it, it's just... I mean, I wish he did have it, but there was a slight, there was a massive regression in the last game. He started panicking again, um, and it does look like if the Jets want to actually start to compete in their division, they, they're going to have to do something. Uh, if it's Trevor Simeon who's a backup for, yeah, so that's, that's the problem, isn't it? Where'd you turn? Are, <laughs> the, yeah. are the Jets a bit guilty, Dave, of thinking that Aaron Rodgers would fix everything? Well, I think he might. <laughs> to, to be honest really? with you well, well not everything because he's not exactly the most mobile of quarterbacks but what he would definitely do is turn them from a, a, an uncompetitive team into a competitive team that's driven there's certain little signs you can see that things aren't going right there for example Randall Cobb who sets the standard in terms of the knowledge and the route running for, for those wide receivers I think he was a healthy scratch in the last game I think that, that might have might well have um, been disruptive. Uh, I don't know. It just seems like it's unwinding a little bit for me with the Jets at the moment. And um, I just think with the Raiders, what's the name of a new coach? Antonio Pierce. Yes. He, I've, have you seen his after-game speech? Mm. It, was, it was great. The, the, you can tell that the entire team were waiting for someone to actually lead them. Was it as good, was was it as, good as um any given Sunday was it as good as the inches speech by Al Pacino at the end of any given Sunday um, the answer to the question is no Dave you shouldn't even really be thinking about it um, <laughs> it's the best speech ever given um, but is it really overrated Phil Okay. Um, no, 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 no. I, I, this is one of those times, Dan, where I don't <laughs> think we can just brush over the blasphemy that has just come out of his mouth. It, that is the best football movie ever made. No, Rudy, no it's Rudy's not. the best football movie. No, it's not. Draft Day Bomber. Draft Day's not the best football movie ever made. It's a good movie. I'm not taking it away no, from no. that. Any it's given Sunday. Stated. No, Rudy. I mean, you look or, at it. Um, there's, bits, there's bits in any given Sunday where it's like, oh, oh. Forrest Gump's look, the best football look, <laughs> look at his knuckles. That'll tell you whether or not he's coming for you or not. What, do you think in like the how many years of football prize for that and I want to work that out? It's just such a charlatan movie, that one. Al Pacino's worse. <laughs> I got I, uh, it's got something back, isn't it? Isn't it great something back? I, I, I'm like a fish. Anyway, have, anyway the have, Jets, yeah. yeah. I think... Uh, <laughs> Get in. I actually quite like the film, Liam, but I just want to see your face. <laughs> I'm seriously considering about genuinely replacing you on this podcast. <laughs> I think producer Bell's with me, actually, looking at, looking at the desolation that you've put on his face. I think we're both done with you. Good. Ali. <laughs> Ollie, mate, I've just stopped your price. <laughs> oh, no, we're getting cheap now. <laughs> Family discount. Uh, yeah, listen, the, yeah. Jet, the Jets are struggling. And you talk about two different dressing rooms. That, that There's a moment in time where this Jets defence that's playing really well is going to start turning on the Jets offence that's playing really badly. Um, and there's a point now where the Raiders back... I mean, they're all smoking cigars on Monday night. I mean, they, they, all of a sudden, they're all together. Um, but yeah, I think you're wrong about... about Zach Wilson, I think you're wrong about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, honestly, I think the line, the offensive line they put 
Rogers behind Stop is the Wilson. reason he's now got a torn Achilles. Um, and it's the reasons that Wilson can't, he's under pressure because he's under pressure. He's getting more more pressure than anybody else because they just cannot protect him. No matter how quick he gets the ball out, no matter how mobile he is. If you put a 39-year-old with a sore Achilles who's mobile back there, he'll, he'll get killed. Um, so the, the Jets didn't do enough to protect Aaron Rodgers and they didn't do enough to protect Will, Zach Wilson. And if you put Trevor Simeon in there, this is going to get even worse, You're trust me, because we know what he is, right? He's no good. So I, I, I still feel a bit sorry for Zach Wilson. I think he needs to sit behind Rodgers for a good year and learn, and, and they need to build around that offensive line, because that offensive line is just terrible. Um, They've invested draft capital in it. It's just not badly. Off. Yeah, the Giants have invested draft capital in their offensive line yeah, as well. Yeah. So Alex, Alex, hopefully they can put a team out together, can they? <laughs> I think I, with the Giants, I mean, I know that we're not sorry. talking about the Giants here, right? I'm kind of hoping that that'll come good. You know, that when you look yeah. at that, how it 2028 will be a cracking season. Yeah, I think it will. I think you're probably yeah. looking at two years' time. But mm. that's what the investment was in Kayvon Thibodeau and, and what is it Evan Neal that came Evan in Neal as well and in the same, Thomas, in the same I'm, draft. I'm, I'm, it's I'm just pretty sure Thibodeau will, just Thibodeau will come good. I can't see it with Neil, I'm afraid. All right, fair enough. Well, we're not talking about the Giants, so shut up, Dave. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, right, uh, we need to keep moving here. Jets or, Jets or Raiders? Dan? I'm going the Jets. I like this defence a lot. They're the best unit in the game. Yeah, you like the Jets. Uh, Dave? New coach, Barrett's mate. Devontae Adams is probably the best um, wide receiver in the game. Called it damn week after week after week after week after week. Um, so, yeah, yeah, we'll go, we'll go with that. I am going... Raiders you're Devon, probably right Devontae Adams under 60 yards five games in a row can't happen six games in a row just can't and so, Max Crosby against this Jets line yeah yeah good luck yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll exactly. see what happens uh, Devin, you, oh, he's been magnificent lately yeah. actually That's yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, let's let's move on to uh, the Tuesday so Monday night football it's a Tuesday game at quarter past one in the morning um, heard bowl yeah, Herd Bowl is absolutely right. The Denver Broncos, who are struggling against the Buffalo Bills, who are struggling, and actually now there's thoughts that they might be getting rid of the offensive coordinator too. It's a bit of a mess at Buffalo at the minute. The records aren't great. Three and five from Denver, five and four for the Buffalo Bills, and I'm not sure any of us saw that coming. Uh, who wants to go first? Uh, Dave went first last time, didn't he? Dan? Yeah, it's, it's a good matchup, and I think I think it suits Buffalo. This being a, an island game, sort of in their own stadium on a night time, they can get the atmosphere really right. The last time we saw the Broncos, they were beating the Chiefs, um, so it does give you some cause for concern. Um, but I think they just took advantage of a Chiefs team that is and still is struggling on offense. Weird, um, and they managed to keep them out of the end zone and keep just keep the, the scoreboard ticking over and took advantage of some of their mistakes. Their defense is, is is pretty good. So Patrick Satan and Justin Simmons are playing really well, um, but their offense I think still stinks. Um, and this is Russell Wilson on the road in a rowdy Buffalo mm-hmm. against Josh Allen with a point to prove. Satan uh, versus Diggs—that's one of the key matchups. Hundred percent, yeah. And if you take Diggs away, the problem with the Buffalo is that there isn't much um, as a second option. Gabe Davis isn't playing. Mm. Very well. They have got Dalton Kincaid, obviously. His role has improved, and that's good. But they haven't got a running game. And what they're struggling with yet again, in the year on year, it's a running game. James Cook isn't doing it. They've signed Leonard Fournette to the practice squad, but they should have made a bigger move. They apparently were in for Derek Henry. They were apparently were in for Saquon Barkley, but wouldn't pay the price. How did we end up with hardly any of those trades going through? 
I don't know. Well, they, they, they should have done because I think that's their Achilles heel. It has been. Uh, mm. And their defensive injuries. So Matt Milano still out. Tredavious White still out. They've, they've been banged up again on the on defence. So teams are running, moving the ball on them. But I think this is just a game set up for Josh Allen to prove he's one of the top three QBs and, and, and take take hold of the game and win it for Dave? <laughs> It's a, it's a difficult ask for the Bills to bounce back. They have, there's been a little bit of internal finger pointing. You look at Josh Allen sitting on the bench, he doesn't look like it's, his, it's himself, really. Um, but the same time, the Broncos. The Broncos. Like, I, I genuinely thought the Broncos might have something if Peyton could, could bring something back to life in, in Dan, Russell Wilson. Ju- just, to, just to stop you there, Dan's the nearly Broncos. just redecorated the studio with that mouthful of wine. <laughs> Just just because of the mentioning the Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, we'll see. Well, we've had the Chiefs last time, out, But again, right. the, the Chiefs are... Yeah. The Chiefs swapped out Eric Bieniemy for Matt Nagy. That might not have been the smartest move. Just just thinking about it now. Uh, we'll see, eh? We'll see. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to be able to... Just for Rene's sake, really. Yeah. Just to be able to... Uh, to, to offer a little bit more hope. What I would say is if they do take away Diggs, what else is there? I think, I think Josh Allen might have to run, um, run through his life uh, in order to move the sticks. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm not expecting it to be a particularly good game, but I am expecting it to be quite tight, but I do think that the, the Bills will come out on top. Uh, Rene is from endzonekit.co.uk in case you're wondering. Use code PUNTS at checkout for 15% off. Thank you very much for that day. Gave me an opportunity to give him another plug. Uh, I reckon the momentum's with the Broncos here. Won their last two. Could be very, very interesting, including a win against the Chiefs. Who are you going? In fact, I'm going to pick first. Sorry, I'm going with the Broncos. Um, I don't know why. I, I, mainly because I'm hoping that you two will put me straight. Dan? Yeah, this is one of the two worst teams in the AFC versus one of the top three teams in the AFC. So I'll take the Bills at home, please. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Dave? What Dan said. <laughs> that was the right decision from the two of you, but um, when I'm proved right, uh, again, you horse two... Oh, horse mate, teams I'll, do I'll, travel well. I'll, horse I'll, teams I'll, travel I'll, very well. They travel well. And, that, you know, and especially if you've got a fresh one. And in yeah. numbers, yeah. Two days and a fresh horse away. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, Cincinnati Bengals at Baltimore Ravens. This is Ooh. Dave's Bengals, him and his man love for Joe Cool and Dan's Baltimore Ravens. It's a proper AFC North rivalry, this one, isn't it? Uh, this is the Thursday night football game. We always do the following Thursday rather than the previous Thursday. It's a good job, really, because if we were doing this Thursday, then we'd be absolutely screwed. We'd have nothing to talk about because it was it's rubbish. It's Friday. Right, okay. Let's move it on, shall we, and talk about this game. Bengals at Ravens, 5-3 and three versus 7-2. and two. Burrow doing well. Lamar, well, yeah, doing all right. He's six fumbles lost. That's tied most in the NFL this season. So there yeah. are little issues with with his game. Um, Dan, do you want to go first? No. Okay, Dave. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, the Ravens obviously have got another game before the play the Bengals, and the game that they have is against the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, regardless of how that game goes, the Ravens are going to know that they've been in battle, aren't they? Uh, and then they've got another divisional game straight after. I'm. They did be on both. The only issue is, yeah, and and the only issue is, um, the Browns can't stop your run game, which they really need to stop that run game. Um, So it's just been so good lately that I can't really see you losing 
But at the same time, it's Joe Burrow, so he might find a way. I think that their, their defensive line is going to have to play out of their skins. Uh, I think they've got a couple of injuries in their pass rush as well. Yeah, at the moment, mate, I think everything's kind of lining up for you to, to be able to beat them. But I do think that this weekend's game might well have an impact on it, particularly with some injuries picked up. I think you're right. and the, I mean, the, the Bengals haven't got an easy game. They're on the road at, at Houston, aren't they? So they've got the True. Texans. Yeah. Um, and Jamar Chase, is, 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 is he's, I think he's out. He's back. got a back injury. He, so he, No, he, he's going to play, but T. Higgins is out. That was announced, oh, so they've changed it around, have they? Okay. Yeah, so so he's got lower back. Well, it wasn't announced, but what I've read was he's got lower back uh, muscular injury, so he might be able to play. Whilst T. Higgins has done something to his hamstring in practice, either today or yesterday, and he's now looking... Interesting. Because I, I, Chase can't be fit. Looking at the fall he had, he, he basically fell out the sky and landed on his back. Um, that's mm-hmm. tough. So they both got tough games going into it, and we're predicting this far out is always difficult. But the the thing I think about is that this Ravens team was was built in the secondary. Certainly, this defense that everyone's talking about it's the, it's only the second best defense in its own conference, by the way, because the Browns defense is better than it. Depends, Just about depends what metric you're looking at. Um, the Browns defense is the number one ranked defense in the league. Points per game, uh, Ravens the better defense, thirteen point eight. Against Best the Bengals in the NFL, yeah. yards per yeah. game, you're second. Yeah, so um, it depends which metric you're looking at. But this this defense on its own was built to stop the Bengals, and it was yeah. built to stop the Chiefs. Um, so this is the first real test of it because when the Ravens played the Bengals earlier in the season, um, today's point, it, Joe Burrow was on one leg, so it doesn't yeah, really yeah. count. Yeah. And the Ravens got up early, so it'll be it'll be such a good game. But this, these are the best two teams in the in the AFC at the moment that there's no team playing better than them even the Chiefs um, and either of them so hopefully both teams get their healthy and we get a real good test it's on a short week which is always a bit of a a bit of a pain but I think this is a great game it's a great, it'll be a great game to watch and we'll, yeah. we'll, I think we'll learn a lot about both teams win or lose I think both teams can win it and be happy and I think both teams can probably lose it and be okay um, depending on what happens this weekend so it'll just be a great game to watch to see how far this Ravens team has come I'm quite looking forward to this one uh, look let's make our picks because time is against us uh, I'm going Ravens Dan's going right, Ravens, yeah. and Dave's going I think Ravens too but with the proviso that if Lamar gets injured in, against the Browns and it wouldn't surprise me at least a little bit banged up, then I'll switch that. Uh, okay, we've got enough time to do our Otter Punts of the Week and our bets and the tr- our bets for the week. So, Dan, what have you got for your bet this week, please? Uh, so, I've got the Jags plus 9.5 at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got under 50.5 points at the Colts for the Pats. Okay. Lions to score at least 20. And then I've got the Steelers to beat the Packers and the Bengals to beat the Texans. And that's four and a half to one. Four and a half to one. Yep. All right, cool. And you're... Um, you're working your way towards giving some serious money to charity here as well, aren't you? We're trying our best, yeah. So we won we won our um, last man standing league. Uh, and instead of re-entering a different one, what we decided to do, Dave and I, was carry on with the teams we were going to pick. So we're still picking a different team every week. Um, so we're not picking the same team. Um, and we've rolled on the money that we won. And we're going to keep rolling it on. And we're going to keep going into the Super Bowl. Um, and if we win, which hopefully we will, we're going to donate that to uh, Prostate Cancer UK. Amazing charity. Amazing work that they're doing. Dave, what's your bet for the week, please, mate? Well, first of all, I'd like to give Dan far more kudos when he's just given himself. He won that last man survivor league. I went out first week with the Vikings, right? And I am in the second one, and we'll see how that goes. But yeah, the, the, the winnings that will just we'll pick the Cowboys this week, Dave. We'll be going through. <laughs> right, but anyway, so uh, yeah, my bet, my 
bet is actually something to give you a little bit to look at in all three of the games on Sunday. So the half two game, Jonathan Taylor, uh, anytime top down scorer against Patriots. I think he will eventually break yeah. through. Mm-hmm. Um, I quite like that one. Then in the uh, six o'clock kickoffs, uh, we've got something that happens pretty much every time the Vikings play the Saints. We've got Alvin Kamara scoring a touchdown against the Vikings. Uh, reason being, if it happens and I've backed it, I don't mind as much and it probably will happen uh, and then the last one is sorry Liam Tony Pollard to get a touchdown against the Giants don't apologise because um, <laughs> he's not he's not been great this year but I do think that you're going to struggle to swap yeah. him Uh, All right, good stuff. Right, we've run out of time, which means it's time for this, and it means punts of the week. I'm going first this week. I'm picking Mike Florio for my utter punt of the week. It might not be a name that is immediately apparent to you, but he has written an article for NBC Sports. That article is entitled, Expansion Should Be Off the Table for the NFL Indefinitely. Indefinitely, he says. I agree. Uh, yeah, right. You need to get in the bin as well. You are also a joint nomination. His reason for it is that there aren't enough good quarterbacks to go around. And and I think my argument here is that He's the most right. successful quarterback in history came 199th out of the draft. We've got a quarterback playing for the 49ers, Mr. Irrelevant, 262nd overall. Bart Starr was picked 200th overall, made it to three NFL championships in the 60s. I'm not having it. Just because the scouts don't think that there's enough talent lower down in the draft doesn't mean there isn't enough uh, talent lower down in the draft, Otter Pont. That's fair, I think. Dan? Yeah, uh, I'm going to go for Josh Harris, the uh, managing partner of the Washington Commanders, the new managing partner. Managing that, partner. That, um, that franchise has been in the dark ages for a long time. And, and finally, when they were bought out and, and they got new ownership in, it was a sort of ray of light. And they had Ron Rivera there, who's a really good coach. They've got a new quarterback there who's young and exciting. They brought Eric Bieniemy in, um, which hasn't got enough attention, I don't think. They've touched on it earlier, actually, that he left the Chiefs this year and their offense has struggled since. This is a guy that couldn't get a head coaching gig. My problem with Josh Harris is Ron Rivera clearly isn't the person you think is going to lead your franchise because you've just taken two of his best players away from him and traded them for the pounds on the shilling. Um, so why not now get rid of Ron Rivera, move him into the back office, do whatever you want to do, and give Eric Bieniemy a chance as your head coach? He's clearly got a good connection with the quarterback. The offense is playing well. He's clearly missed in Kansas City. This is a guy who was on the, in charge of the Chiefs offense for the past three years. So he's clearly a good offensive mind. Um, it's not all Andy Reid and you can see that now that the Chiefs are struggling so you've got him in your building he's been turned down for a number of head coaching jobs for one reason or another the the rumour is that he doesn't interview very well well you've got him you've got him in your building he's with your team he knows your players why not give him a chance for the next eight games and see what you've got because it's not Ron Rivera so why couldn't it be Eric Bieniemy? bad decision making or just wait wait another eight weeks then be in the same race as everybody else that sacks their coach yeah yeah Get him signed up now. Think about their future and do it quick. Otter punt. Uh, right, Dave. Yeah, so my Otter punt of the week, has, uh, for, for me, their ability to deserve this award has been confirmed last night it's Kirk in the game. For, for, no, no, it's not. It's Panthers, between the Chicago, it's not, it's not this time. Between the Chicago Bears and, and the Carolina Panthers. Now, let me just explain to you 
what the Carolina Panthers gave up to go and get the number one overall pick last year. Yeah. It was the number nine yeah. in last year's pick mm-hmm. draft. It was the number 61 in last year's draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a first-round pick in 2024. Yep. It's a second-round pick in 2025. Wow. And DJ Moore, right? So you're going up to take a quarterback. Now, a couple of weeks ago, Frank Reich in a press conference was talking about interference from owners. When Carolina went up in this draft, their intention was to take CJ Stroud, yeah. as indicated by the video of AJ McCarron, their quarterbacks coach, telling CJ Stroud he was looking forward to playing in one-on-one in basketball when he got to Carolina. Wow. The owner has interfered. The owner has made them take Bryce Young. Now, it's not only the fact that he interfered in the due process from the general manager and the, the head coach, he also, it also meant that they completely wasted that trade up because Bryce Young probably wouldn't have been going at number one overall to the Chicago Bears. Bryce Young probably wouldn't have been going number two, right? They didn't need to make that trade and then he made them take a player that the head coach and the GM didn't want. Now, Bryce Young is the victim in this because Bryce Young has now got to somehow justify being the number one overall pick and having the weight of that draft capital and with 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 the wide receiver leaving mm-hmm. the Panthers actually had a poorer offense to try and deal with. Dave Pepper, if you want your team to be successful, you you shouldn't you shouldn't be anywhere near it. It's like it's Dave Tepper is a man who Pepper. just should leave it alone. Call him Dave Pepper. I did uh, because I was thinking to myself. <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest. I dozed off about I was thinking three minutes ago. Words. Well, Speaking anyway, Pepper, the Spice Boy. He's <laughs> oh, he, 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 just a man who shouldn't have been getting involved in, in his own team's personal. Well, I know he owns the team, but still, Dave, he's an idiot. It's, yeah. lo- it's lovely to have you back, mate. <laughs> well, I'm glad to be back. Thanks. Although at the same time, I, I do kind of just want to go to bed now. Yeah, well, <laughs> you you though. can now do that because we're so far over time. It's unbelievable. Don't forget, check out <laughs> Fantasy Game Day app. Don't forget to come and see us Thanksgiving at Beer Keller. We're going to be pushing this hard. Just grab yourself a ticket. It comes with a free pint. Yeah, ticket comes with a free pint, and there's going to be loads of giveaways and stuff all the way through the day. We'll tell you more information about that as and when we get it. This has been Utter Punch. We'll see you soon. Cheerio, bye. 